What up, guys? Your boy Quake, and we're back with a brand new episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number one hundred and sixty-eight, season yeah. three. Yeah, one sixty-three, one sixty-eight, one sixty-eight, one sixty-eight. Everybody knows your boy Vito. What a motherfucker! Free throw. Why? <laughs> I had to bounce back. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> Dr. Dre. Yeah. Yeah, man. Dr. Dre's been hitting a lot of headlines from suing that uh, yeah, politician. Man. Now seen this a lot lately. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I like Shout to out to that Dre. means some music's coming, some hot shit. Nah, I hope. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that's dreaming. Talking about him. Yeah, that's true. Dre. I mean, since the divorce, he's been he's been really grinding the music. Yeah, really. that, that is very true, man. I mean, if somebody takes four hundred million of your money, it's <laughs> cr- it's crazy, man. Every time like these bad situations happen, it's always like people are more going crazy with business music. You know, they're just no. I mean, that's there's like that's, another extra push. That's to, you know, that's usually which like, is good. That, that's how it's, I think it's supposed to be because a lot of people just, they go down, you know, like. Yeah, it depends on the person. Yeah, depends yeah. on the person. No, you have to. You have they to get hurt. Oh, they're sad. They disappear. Or yeah. All kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, you have to basically, you know, a lot of artists, what they do is they um, they fight through all that shit, which is good. So uh, this is crazy, though. I was not expecting this, especially from Dr. Dre. This yeah. guy is a billionaire. Let's make that clear, even though they they they. They put his net worth at eight hundred million. What's the difference between eight hundred million and a billion? Not really much. What? There's really nothing you can't buy with eight hundred. You know, there's no limitations regardless if you're eight hundred to a billion. Doesn't matter. That's insane. Um, this is crazy because this kind of gives an insight and in how much money Dr. Dre brings in with just one album and a portion of Kendrick Lamar's music. So that's mm. that's crazy. Anyways, Billboard. Yeah, so money. Billboard got the exclusive Billboard.com. They posted that Dr. Dre is selling his chronic album and his share of Kendrick Lamar's music for $200 million. So let's go over the article. Uh, Dr. Dre is selling a bundle of music income streams and some owned music assets in a deal that was seeking $250 million when it came to the market. So they were initially asking for $250 million. Uh, those assets, which generate almost $10 million in annual income, are being acquired apparently in two separate deals by Shamrock Holdings and Universal Music Group. Both deals are said to be close to completion and were shopped by Peter Perano, named partner in King Holmes and partner in Serrano, sources say. So, just off that, uh, they said he's he's bringing in $10 million a year. That's, that's mind-blowing. Just off of... A Chronic, which is 1993 album, and Kendrick's, a portion of Kendrick Lamar. I don't know how much he owns of Kendrick Lamar. Those two both. $10 million. A year. Uh, so so just think about how much he's bringing in with everything else. This guy owns a portion of 50 Cent's catalog, owns a portion of Eminem's catalog, which is like the biggest catalog that you can own, owns a portion of Snoop Dogg's catalog, owns a portion of the Games catalog, what the f- uh, yeah, so this guy, I'm sure per year, without pocket watching, he easily brings in just off music like $80 million without even question. Because he's that's, on Forbes every that's time, too. So very true. Yeah. That's probably... Cause I mean, and all his money is from music. Yeah. So Beats by Dre was the only thing he did outside of music. That's yeah, it. That, that I know. That yeah, I and he sold, yeah, and he sold that. So, uh, so continuing the article, the assets include mainly passive income streams, according to these sources, such as artist royalties, from two of his solo albums and his share of NWA artist royalties, which we forgot. NWA is another thing mm, on the yeah. beginning when he started, which is, that's how long this guy's been going, how long and how creative and 
Like NWA is 1988, going. 1989, bro. That's um, his producer royalties and the writer's share of his song catalog where he doesn't own publishing, which may include the writer's share of the songs on his chronic album, which is published by Sony Music Publishing. Sources say that, that the portion of the bundle comprises 75 to 90% of the package's revenue and is most likely being acquired by Shamrock, which owns some Taylor Swift master recordings, among other past acquisitions. Sorry, The remaining 10 to 25% of income in the package generated by owned assets is probably being acquired by Universal Music Group. The, later, the latter Dre-owned assets that are said to be headed to UMG include the ownership of master recording of his first solo album, The Chronic, which is scheduled to revert from Death Row Entertainment to Dre in August of this year. His share of an Aftermath slash Interscope joint venture with Top Dog label for Kendrick Lamar's releases through that deal and maybe some publishing, though it's unclear exactly which portion of his song catalogs is included. The bundle of offered assets doesn't, however, include his ownership stake in the Aftermath label, which he co-owns with UMG's Interscope. So nothing from nothing from Aftermath, which has ev- pretty much everything right now. Uh, that's current, at least. Um, a little bit from Aftermath with Kendrick Lamar. Mm. But the Chronic, um, which is like crazy. Um, I don't know how all this publishing and owners and... But mm. 200 million. 200 million just for that, I think is insane. That, that, I think that if you... What I want to know is how much is the value of everything? Yeah, I... I think it's a billion, one million percent, yeah, without even trying. You know how important asset he is to the labels. A hundred percent, and like, that Dre they, is like a king to them. Like, and you know. this is the beautiful part about it is the reason why they're offering this money as well is to still have a great relationship with Dre, so that in the future, you know, if Dre says, "Hey, I want to sell a portion of my aftermath," which is like, that's like where all the money's at. I wonder um, what the price tag on that is going to be. I'm saying I think it's going to be like. Minimum five hundred million without even yeah I would say probably million. four or five hundred million without even like that's minimum. double that double yeah that's that. that's minimum so double almost triple um cool, cool. yeah this this guy yeah uh so yeah. this was this was an important part that a lot of people uh, forget about and don't think about the chronic the album was released in nineteen ninety two December of nineteen ninety two it's scheduled to revert from Death Row Entertainment to Dr Dre directly in August. So I remember seeing, um, I forget his name. I remember him seeing him on Math Hoffa's podcast. And he said, after about 35 years, I think the time is, all your ownership, the music you created, all goes back to you and you own it. So from the date of the release of the album, 35 years later, mm-hmm. Death Row doesn't own it. Nobody owns it. It goes all back to you after those 35 years. That's like a real thing with music industry. Yeah, that's, Music yeah. industry. So after 35 years of your release. Wow. That's usually a standard contract, and that's what it says here. It's scheduled to revert from that's death row. Cool, yeah, so thirty. I mean, thirty-five years is a long time. It so. is a long time, but still, like, if you're living, like, that could save you at an older age. It depends on how good your music is, though. True, because if yeah. your music dies out, ain't shit. After thirty-five years, what are you really making from it? Yeah, you know. But if you got some hot albums, if you got like an in the club, or if you got yeah. like still Dre, if you got all these classic records, these guys are set, man. Fifty Dre M. Everybody, yeah. Dre Kendrick, yeah. They're, Especially if it's their timeless music, music. Is quality music. Yep, they are set for life. Period. Exactly. So, uh, this is interesting because also Snoop Dogg bought Death Row. So I think Snoop Dogg probably is is getting 
some something mm-hmm. saying this. Yeah, there's probably you know. got to be a check cut to him um, too. And all that. I don't know. It's reverting back to him in August, so that was an interesting part. I'm glad that that was mentioned because a lot of people don't know that in the music industry is that music reverts to you. I don't know if it's exactly 35 years from what I remember is 35 years. I know it's over 30 years, 1 million percent. Um, so 200 million, do you think it's that's a fair price? Because some people I've seen in the comments say, nah, it's too low. Uh, they were seeking 250 million. I think uh, I think that's a good. That's to me. That's no. I mean, to us, it's, to me, it sounds. I mean, <laughs> a lot of money, man. You know, but to them, that that's a different mind. You know, it's completely different. What they see numbers, they see how much money comes. They see yeah, we money. don't know all the. I'm not seeing nothing, man. Yeah, I'm we just don't like two hundred million dollars. Take the deal. Yeah, you know, it could be a horrible deal. Yeah, you know, but it could be a fucking fantastic deal. Yeah, the crazy thing too is but, a uh, lot of artists are doing this. Yeah. That's the interesting. And I know Dre would not let it slide for like a bad price. Yeah. You know, he's not tight. But yes. So the question is, why are these artists doing it? Why is Dre doing this? Why is Future doing this? Why did Taylor Swift do this? Why is Justin Bieber's catalog coming up and why is he going to do it? I remember Vlad and Akon having this conversation and Akon got offered about $250 million for his catalog to $300 million. But he He said, nah, I'm not doing it. Because he's like, think it's the future. He's like, metaverse, all these things are going to be coming up. The amount of money you're going to uh, generate, it's going to be like insane. He's like, that's going to, my kids are going to eat off that forever. And a lot of people are actually getting mad at Dre saying, you know, you should keep this so you can pass it on to your kids and your kids can pass it on to, but here's the thing the people, people aren't thinking about. Um, if you take this money and recession hits, you got liquid 200 million that you can just, you can triple that up. You can triple that in a couple years. Cause think about it. He was getting 10 million a year, uh, uh, approximately off this. You get two hundred million, you could quadruple that. You can be a billionaire like that with that kind of money. Once yeah. the rece- once the recession hits, everything's you know discounted. What you're doing, then. Yeah, everything's discounted. Yeah. And Dre, trust me, Dre knows what he's yeah, doing. He's, he's got like, people like yeah, he pays the top of the top, the best of the best to give him advice on yeah. where to do stuff. So the yeah. crazy thing is, is yeah, Dre Dre is probably gonna flip this somehow. And also, very good question. you gotta you gotta remember, uh, his wife took a lot of his money too when they divorced. Oh yeah, that's, that's another thing too. So he's probably trying to get back to. Probably because his lifestyle too is probably he probably spends I don't know how much money he spends. Yeah, you don't he's know probably his, got an expensive lifestyle, man. Yeah, I mean just a mansions, lot of houses, cars, bills. You know, yeah, just to run a mansion is hundreds of thousands of dollars, probably. Yeah, I think what was it? 50s mansion was like four hundred fifty thousand a year just to run it. Just to run it. Yeah, to keep it lights on and yeah, just to keep that's things. Insane. Yeah, that's a lot. That's that's <laughs> four hundred fifty thousand dollars a year and just <laughs> keeping my house alive. Yeah, I remember Shaq. Shaq yeah. said something that was really funny, man. He bought a yeah. big house, and he was like, there's like 12 bathrooms. And he was like, I only used one bathroom the whole time. He's like, the other 12 bathrooms, the toilets broke because nobody ever used them. The water got dis- disgusting. Yeah, it's probably rusting. Yeah, he's like, Cause we don't use, you know. And that's the thing. You don't need that big of a house. I think most people, most people when they get success, they buy something huge because they're like, ah, it validates me. But after time, people are like, why am I buying this fucking huge? But the thing is, like, why are they only using one toilet, bro? Go use a different toilet every... I mean, whatever. You Let's piss just, shit like a couple times a day. You got diarrhea, man. Where are you going to run to? The farthest toilet or the closest one? Well, where are you going to be at that moment? Just the same <laughs> toilet every time? I mean, look, 50 yeah, had like six know, kitchens and an MTV Cribs. They went in the other kitchens. They weren't even used. They're brand new. They're brand new everything. It's yeah, like, I mean, you got to realize, too, these guys are super busy, man. They're not that's another home, thing. watching TV like us like, yeah. you know, or something. Exactly. I mean, we're not doing that either, but I'm saying like 50, like he's... Traveling. Next day, he's in... 
Brazil. The next day he's in exactly. France, like which yeah. is insane, man. Uh, I'm just curious. Yeah, I want to know why every artist is doing this. Future did it, like I said. Uh, I believe somebody else, if I remember correctly, did it as well. Yeah, earlier. there was a lot, man. Yeah, there's Taylor Swift, like... Justin Bieber. Oh, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne did it. Remember when he sold oh, this? Oh, yeah. That was, he was actually the first one to really start things going like this. Wayne did it. And yeah. people were confused. Why is Wayne doing this? Lil Wayne did it as well. So, man, I wonder. I wonder what, what, what like, I'm curious to see what, what Drake's catalog is worth, bro. Oh, my God. That guy's catalog is insane, probably. He's probably got easily. That's what I'm saying. Drake is a billionaire. And he's on the screen right now rapping. So, that makes perfect sense. Um, but. Yeah, man, uh, this is wild, man. Uh, this is insane money. Insane. I don't know what, what Dre is planning to do with this money. Yeah. He's probably going to invest and flip it. That's usually the best because I think most people are saying we're entering a recession, which we already entered one, honestly. We're yeah, already we're in a recession. In it. We're in it. Just, yeah, just now it's like, oh, my God, we're entering one. Seeing how bad it's going to. But then again, inflation went down, so a lot of these things are, like, contradicting each other. There's layoffs here, but inflation goes down. This and that. So I don't know what's going to happen, but um, 2023 in terms of like economic is going to be very interesting to see what what what, what goes down. Um, yeah, 200 man. million, man. 200 million. That is a lot of money. You give me 200 million Imagine right now and I'm out of here, bro. I'm, I'm going. Check written. I'm out of here. You give me 200 million, you'll never see my face ever again. What? <laughs> Come on. No DMP. No DM. No, nah, I would do. I would do just for the passion. I will do documentaries just for the hell of it. Yeah. Just to do it as a passion. That way I can fund my documentaries, have fun with it, and not have to worry about a single penny. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, shout out to Dr. Dre. I think, uh, yeah. you know, Dre is not an idiot at all. And that's the thing. A lot of people mm -hmm. in the comments will say, Dre, you're stupid. Dre, you're this. A stupid guy isn't a billionaire, bro. A guy who's dumb does not become a billionaire. Mind you, the percentage of billionaires is so low. There's not, what is yeah. the percentage? Like 0.01% of people. Yeah, it's like to be that you can't be dumb. Like there's no, there's no being stupid in that. So it's funny to hear people who, who are probably dead broke hating on Dre for doing this. Like, what do you know about finances to be talking shit to Dre? It's like, bro, you have no idea what goes on to all of this. It's a huge thing. Like, and, uh, I well, think, so it's grown from 1% to 3% of the world's population. Billionaire. That's interesting. It's because of probably from 1995 to 2001. That's how long it took. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So basically, like one one to three percent of people are billionaires. Yeah. And mind you, there's like eight billion people. So that's how much is that? That's nothing. Three thousand. I don't nah, know. Thirty thousand people. Probably. Maybe yeah. something like no, that. about a hundred, maybe fifty to hundred thousand. By the way, three percent. By the way, eight billion is. They're saying the people in Dubai are worth trillions of dollars. They never, uh, they never mentioned their net worth though. They're saying that they're they're actually oh, I trillionaires. Believe. Yeah, they're oh. trillionaires. Trillionaires. Oh, because yeah. bro, they're spending. They're trying to build like insane things. They're spending fifty billion like it's nothing. I'm like, where are you guys? Yeah, they're, they're building like left and right, constantly crazy shit. Not they're taxed, building a whole yeah. world. Yeah, walls it's and like, like so. It's never been done anywhere in the world. So I think Dre has a plan. I think uh, he's going to execute this very, very well because you know I don't think Dre would sell would sell something like this. And Chronic is very old. It's his first album, very old project. Um, you know, it does have classics on there, but he still has Dre uh, 2001 that album, which is. Arguably, you can argue probably bigger than the Chronic. Um, and he still got you know assets in Eminem. You know what was the thing? One of the bars he said, uh, "I still got Eminem checks. I ain't open yet." That's how yeah, much money he's that's making. What Dre did say, yeah. yeah, I still got Eminem checks. checks. I ain't, I ain't open. open yet, which is wild. I ain't bro. even cashed out yet. 
Yeah. Damn, them checks about to expire soon, bro. You better cash them checks out. <laughs> There's like a, I think a couple of years you have until the check actually yeah, disappears. I'm sure his accounting team makes sure everything, every penny is counted for. Dre, you got one more day until you can cash out Slim Shady Chicken. Yeah, at that point, P check. <laughs> yeah, at that point, um, you're not doing it for the money. You're just doing it for the love of what you're doing. So at that point, yeah, just know, to shake up shit and start yeah, up, just have fun with music, you know. Yeah, at yeah. that point. So shout out to Dr. Dre. I can't wait. Hopefully, something comes out in 2023 from him. Um, I'm excited. I'm glad he got his health back. That brain aneurysm was was something serious that uh, yeah. people were worried about. So he got his health back. Um, and he's working on music, so we'll, we'll be on the lookout for Dr. Dre. Let's say Dre. NBA young boy and Kodak Black. Kodak. 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 Uh, this has been a great thing for NBA young boy. He's, like, rebranding himself. Uh, he squashed a lot of beefs with people recently. Oh, yeah. One of the major ones is Fredo Bank, and they got some street shit behind that. So the fact that they squashed that um, – and it's not from Chirac, the Baton Rouge, by the way. I don't know why you're mentioning Chirac. Chirac. Uh, NBA young boy, Fredo Bang, and long-standing beef with Toy Drive, the Baton Rouge kids. So that's wild that they did that. They got together, and they got some serious beef, like street beef. So for that to happen, I was like, okay, NBA young boy's probably going to clear up his image and, and beef with a lot of people. And, well, here we are. Mm. NBA young boy, Kodak Black squash beef over FaceTime. I think what I think I think Birdman I think Birdman is trying to rebrand NBA Youngboy yeah. to get him to be more marketable because if he becomes marketable, that's exactly what's happening. He's gonna sell an insane. He already sells crazy. Imagine if he gets like a hit record that's like radio like plays and he becomes marketable, does interviews like normal. Mm-hmm. He's out of here. He's the next Lil Wayne easily. Easy for Birdman at least. He's the next Lil Good Wayne. Good job, Birdman. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but there he's been squashing a lot of things, and I don't know what the beef was actually about. So let's see the article. Maybe I think it was that whole thing. Remember when when uh, the NBA Umbo had that deal where he sold up? Yeah, that, that's and then, actually. And then it started, like, why ain't he yeah, me? Like, yeah, I think that's well, he's probably started. like, why you hating? Looking at my pockets, blah yeah. blah blah. Okay, yeah, that's what I forgot all about that. Uh, NBA Youngboy and Kodak Black have been at odds for years, but appears they've squashed their feud with a recent FaceTime call. With NBA Youngboy currently promoting a Stop the Violence campaign. Okay, that's good. The Baton Rouge rapper has been ending his industry beefs, and Kodak looks to have been next in line for the ceasefire. A clip that surfaced online this week shows the two rappers on FaceTime joking about gumbo, the down south delicacy Youngboy knows a thing or two about being from Louisiana. While the rest of the conversation is difficult to clearly make out, it appears as if any bad blood between Youngboy and Yak has been resolved. Many fans were thrilled to see former rivals bury the hatchet and applauded them for their maturity. They both seem to have matured a lot. We'd love to see it. One person wrote on Instagram. Uh, NBA Youngboy seems to have turned a new leaf when it comes to stopping the violence since tying the knot with longtime girlfriend Jaslyn Michelle at the top of 2023. The couple have two children together. Uh, the sniper gang leader never broke again boss have a checkered past dating back to 2017, so a long time ago. Oh, wow. More recently, Yak accused YB's manager of stealing his tour idea last summer, going so far as to diss his entire fan base. So. So I guess it's way before that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's play the video of them FaceTiming each other. Oh, that. 
What's up, nigga? In bed, young boy, what they do, bitch? What's up, nigga? Hey, 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 look, hey, NBA, how you, how you, how you want, you want it, well, how you want that shit, nigga? <laughs> Y'all boy eating good. Hey, look, when you get a chance, you got to taste this shit here, though. This is what I created. It got a little gumbo style, you, you, but it's not. You know they having all that shit, Louisiana, all that gumbo. I know. When I used to they... go to the Bayou Classic, that nigga, they used to have that shit. Okay, but it yeah, wasn't yeah. one that Lido. It wasn't that Lauderdale. That Wajiri. That Wajiri. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah boo, yeah, boy, hanging out. That shit. Yeah, he be, he be putting it over right sometimes. Yeah, I get that bitch over well, you got two of your favorite rivals on his phone, boy. You pulled the bitch. You pulled the bitch. Oh, fucked up about your boy. Yo, 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 say what's up. Oh, they about to lose their mind. Yeah, bitch. You jam this man. You jam these niggas every day before practice. Bitch, say what's up, nigga. Yo, dad. What's up, young nigga? Say that. Show that. He trying to act tough. I feel Nah, y'all, you were real niggas here. Yeah, next time you got it. Yeah, some seems like they're cool, man. They're chilling, FaceTiming each other, having a great time. Good. Yeah, we go get some music. That's what I like to see, man. Uh, less violence in hip hop, more commodity. Uh, com- Definitely commodity. <laughs> I can't even say the word. Uh, not kumbaya. I don't like the DJ Khaled stuff. We're all one. We're all family. I don't like violence, but I do like competition. So right. I like when artists diss each other and it gets into like a rap battle, not like a murder battle. Of I'm killing your partner. I'm killing. When it gets too far like that, that's where. I don't like, I don't enjoy it. I don't like talking Thanks. about dead ops on people's, like, that stuff is just crazy. But competition, like what Game was trying to do with Eminem, create a battle, a genuine battle, that I enjoy. I'm like, I nice. want to see that. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep our eye on, on who else NBA Youngboy squashes beef. Maybe Lil Dirk, Eminem's, maybe they squash their beef. I doubt it because somebody right. actually died in that, in their old camp. Uh, you got King Vaughn that passed away from it. So, I don't know. But yeah. uh, if Gucci and Jeezy can get over it, I think anybody can. So, facts. Yeah, that's a good. You're exactly. Beast. Yeah. Burr. Burr. All right. Let's. Let's. This is the that. crazy thing: is uh, yeah. Draco the Ruler. So, Same. as we remember, Draco the Ruler unfortunately got stabbed fatally in the neck of December 2021, which was a while ago. Yeah. This was the concert that uh, Game and Fifty were supposed to perform together. Uh, Ice Cube pulled pulled through. A lot of like big artists were supposed to be there. Game had a set before this Draco the Ruler thing happened, though. It was early on. Uh, I think Ice Cube performed too that night, and then Snoop was supposed to perform. A bunch of people, right? Uh, unfortunately, then Draco the Ruler gets stabbed in the neck, killed. There's still no footage of it out, which is surprising. Which is very crazy. Yeah, usually there's somebody recording. Like when Takeoff died, immediately we saw a video. PMB Rock died immediately. We saw a video. Um, this seems like some somebody just tossed the tape. Some have. I don't know. Yeah, so let's go over the article. Looks like the the Live Nation wrongful death lawsuit is going in the family's way, which is good. Uh, Drake of the Ruler's brother has bypassed a potential obstacle in his lawsuit against Live Nation stemming from the rapper's 2021 stabbing death in Los Angeles. According to Rolling Stone, Los Angeles County Superior Judge, Yolanda Arsco has ruled in the favor of Draco brothers Devontae Caldwell dismissing a motion by Live Nation to have the case dismissed. In the motion filed last July, the company claimed that it could not be held liable for the attack on the slain rapper, which took place backstage 
at the Once Upon a Time in L.A. Festival in December 2021. Live Nation maintained that it had no way to predict such an attack could happen as no similar prior incident happened at the Bank of California Stadium at L.A.'s Exposition Park where the event was held. However, Roscoe's ruling listed a number of reasons to move forward with Devonte Caldwell's suit. Although the occurrence of the mob-slash-gang attack may have occurred for the first time, defendants may nevertheless be held liable if the facts show that the danger was foreseeable or preventable. That's interesting. She wrote, The fact that defendants knew security would be needed for the event supports the finding that the performing artist's safety was a concern for defendants and foreseeable to defendants. That's a good, very valid point. The fact that Live Nation saying, hey, we can't predict it. Well, she's saying, listen, you know, if it shows footage that it looks like you guys could have predicted this uh, and you guys hired security to prevent things from happening, clearly you know something could have happened. Exactly. So the judge also pointed to Caldwell's allegations that the security at the venue failed to search every vehicle that entered the artist area and that no security guards were posted in the all-access VIP area as cause to continue looking to Live Nation's responsibility. Wow, for Draco's death. So there's probably no security at the VIP area, too. That's ridiculous, man. It's like things like this, bro, you know some shit's going to go down. Like history has told us, like, you got to have security. You got to have everything on point. Everything. Everything. And that's the fucking problem. For real, man. Yeah. Big-ass company. Yeah. Ars Coast further stated that while Live Nation may not have had prior knowledge that a mob-slash-gang attack could happen backstage at the festival— the company's on-site staff had a responsibility to stop the fight once it started, which they failed to do. Plaintiffs have sufficiently alleged that the defendants acted with reckless disregard for the probability of causing emotional distress by virtue of failing to provide adequate security, failing to intervene during the attack, and preventing plaintiffs from reaching a place of safety. George Orzo concluded. Devontae Caldwell filed a suit against Live Nation February 2022 on behalf of his brother as well as himself and their stink team crew, who were all targeted during the attack that claimed his brother's life. Caldwell, who also goes by Ralphie the Plug, believes the violent mob attack was orchestrated within minutes of his brother's arrival and lasted for over 15 minutes. It took another 30 minutes for the Talk To Me rapper to receive medical attention. That's way too long. 30 minutes of medical it took to get medical attention. See, like, place like that, they're supposed to have. Oh, on seconds. Like, if something exactly. happens, it's supposed to happen seconds. Get the man. fuck out Look of at here. the NFL player who, uh, yeah. uh, what's his name, man? How am I forgetting? And they usually have him, like, Standby, right there. Yeah, and standby, like right behind, like where the lockers are, basically. Yeah. So, and some outside that NFL player, if it wasn't for that NFL player getting medical attention immediately there, he would have died easily. No, no oxygen was going to his brain. He suffered a cardiac arrest. I think it was cardiac arrest. Uh, Yeah, but he fell over, you know, um, immediately got medical attention. That's what saved his life. That's what probably could have happened to, you know, Draco the yeah, ruler. Possibly. Like a yeah. nurse could have stopped the bleeding, figured out something, you know, who knows? 100%. Uh, you know, so the fact that that's not there is wild. So I hope they win this lawsuit, man. Live Nation's been they, really they fucking win. shit up left and right. And, uh, you know, they deserve every penny that's coming their way for this because it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Rest in peace, man. Yeah. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Draco the ruler. To a less serious topic, Kevin Gates. What the? Yeah, Kevin Gates is an interesting individual, man. Um, This guy's pretty weird. Yeah, he's, yeah, he just randomly says things, and I don't think he even gets asked, or I don't know. I don't know. So, let's see. I was going to actually try and play the clip. I don't have my actual uh, thing here. 
Oh my sad. god. It might be under here. This title is disgusting. Can't wait till you guys hear this. Oh shit. My connection just went out. There we go. What happened? We forgot the video? I mean the Yeah, we'll edit this out. It's not a big deal. Okay. I just didn't plug this in and I didn't know where it was at. It got like hidden. Yeah, we'll edit this out. I'm not gonna play the video. Actually, I'm not. It's for the Dirk song. I wanna, oh, yeah. If we can play it, hopefully it doesn't get copyrighted. Yeah. So Kevin Gates, uh, <laughs> Kevin Gates admits to drinking woman's urine while driving. Think about that. What the fuck you think? <laughs> so let's go with the article. Kevin Gates has admitted to drinking a cup of a woman's urine while operating a motor vehicle. And he <laughs> And he loved the taste because she was super clean. In a bizarre interview, in a bizarre, this is a very bizarre interview with yeah. Fancy Talk Show, Gates was asked if he'd ever, if he'd ever partaken in any golden showers during, you know what, uh, the thinking with Mike beep rapper uh, adamantly spoke about how he enjoyed drinking women's pee pee, uh, even when he, huh, I'm dumb. when the connotational wasn't sexual. He said, "I love for a woman to piss in my she mouth." Knows. I love for a woman to piss in my mouth. That's beautiful. You have to repeat it twice, by the way. Yeah. I had a woman pee in a cup while I was driving, and I drink it right there because there was just nothing. I was so infatuated with this woman to where there was nothing about her that was nasty. They continued, she's super clean. She liked me. She drank nothing but water all day, so her piss ain't got no taste. Mm. So I, that's I a know. great question. If, if, if you were with a female, you had nothing to drink, you're very thirsty. You felt she was super clean. She pissed in a cup. What you drink? Boy, just find an exit and go <laughs> buy some fucking water at the gas station. Get some water. Like, do like, what's she gonna like? Open her beep and <laughs> kind of squirting. Uh. Yeah, that's it. Open her mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kevin Gates. Yeah, uh, Kevin Gates comes here. We gotta do the accent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's crazy. After a brief conversation about whether or not drinking urine could help a human survive in the desert, Gates, Gates continued to confirm he had a threesome but said he's foggy on just how many partners he's actually had in the bedroom at the same time. Yeah, this guy's all over the place. I had went to a swindler's resort and it was an orgy, but I didn't participate in it. It was just beautiful being in that environment. Brother, are you okay? <laughs> like everybody being naked, everybody being free, and it was just beautiful being. Okay, I can see that. Everybody being naked, everybody being free. You know, as as humans, we kind of um. <laughs> now I got a little cold and it felt weird. Yeah, so my bad. That was a weird reaction. Uh, as humans, being naked, being free—that's how we're supposed to be, technically. Stop. Yeah. What's wrong with being naked and being free? We're the ones that made it. That hey, this body part is inappropriate. This—that's because we made it that. Because we're born like that. We're born naked. Right. I get that, but. So I get what he's saying by saying it's beautiful being in that environment because everybody's just naked and free doing, you know, it's like their thing. Because technically, we're, we're basically animals, bro. We, we, yeah, but it's like... What are our instincts? To have sex, provide and protect, that's it. We're hyenas, yeah, but, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all How we are. hyena sound? <laughs> so, what were you saying? Yeah, but what? Uh, I forgot. Um, no, no, I was going to say... Um, yeah, but let's say you, you, you got a wife. She's naked in front of another man. That man's staring at her tits. 
<laughs> we got a problem, Houston. Yeah, but I mean, it just it's just awkward, bro. Like, but he's yeah. not saying that. He's just saying he went to a straight place where just people, naked people. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But you're naked. You're so like, uh, like your wife, and she's going to go somewhere where there's a bunch of naked people. <laughs> uh, is it just women or all guys? Or it's women and guys? There's an orgy. <laughs> okay. So I, I don't know, bro. Man, this guy weird as hell. I guess it's whatever. Man. Gabby Gates, whatever you gotta, you got to come on this podcast, bro. It's going to be funny. Yeah, man. Uh, Tafili's got to be here, too. 100%. Fuck it, man. I need to. We did this other thing where they had fluffer, fluffers come in and fluff us. What does that even mean? Fluff us? We had, we had, we did this thing. We did this other thing where they had fluffers come in and fluff us. I don't know. I don't even want to Google that. It's probably pull up some weird thing. Uh, this is obviously he he's mentioned about Kevin Gates in the past has mentioned about uh he would drink Beyonce's piss. He said that before. So, um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This guy, I don't know how he ends up in these conversations. I don't know why he he is very open when it comes to this type of stuff. So, oh, it's toys, of course. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah yeah. <laughs> she liking them both. Yeah, this is okay. uh, this is crazy. But Kevin Gates, uh, Caroline, I'm one not to judge when it comes to people wanting to do things what they want to do. That's uh. Kind of, it doesn't no, bother no, it me. It doesn't matter, but I think sometimes he does go too far with some shit. Man. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, if it doesn't affect anybody, like if he's not talking about like doing things to, like, like little he was kids, in his concert, or something. I'm fucking in the bar. I'm like, jeez, damn, dog, you fucking that air like crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's just that's the style, bro. I know she like my style. So like, Drewski even said like, this guy is crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Um, his lyrics are too aggressive. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. But Kevin Gates, you're always welcome on the podcast. Talk about whatever yeah. you want. Pull up, brother. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is kind of crazy. Please tell us. So Lil Dirk has been kind of uh, low key for the most part. Yeah, he has. Been. Yeah, he beat that case. I thought when he beat that case, he's gonna go crazy. I thought that was gonna. Happen. That's what we thought was gonna happen. 100. Yeah. percent But I, I didn't even know he's gonna beat the case. He got lucky to beat it because King Von ended up dying, so mm. he couldn't get tied to really much of anything. Um, the evidence was mainly on King Von, but he, uh, so what's happened to Gunna on Instagram, he's going to attack more and, uh, Lil Baby unfollowed him on Instagram and Gunna and Lil Baby have great history. Lil Dirk unfollowed him and Lil Dirk previewed a song dissing, allegedly dissing Gunna. So, uh, let me play it and then see where the diss is at. Hold up. Why is the music never playing on this thing? Houston, we got a problem. Okay. Music is not connected to the plane. Connection paired. Paired. Connection paired. Where's the... Let me find the video. Yeah, Lil Durk is now on Lolo. I think that's from BBL. What happened to Virgil? He probably gon' tell. I let him go because Timo ain't selling. Like seven and Booker, no bragging on Melvin. When Lil Bone mad, it ain't nothing you can tell him. I can tell you what I did for the street. You got the paperwork, get it in reach. I got on Clubhouse and got in the beef. Not with no limit, I'm fucking with Drench. I crashed the truck and went barbers to kick. I was got the call and they thought I was dead. Who gave you the info? I know that he's sick. Mention my brother, you die with a bitch. You don't work, you don't eat. Don't work, you don't eat. Hey, get this.
this man, man. I'm putting down. The money you knock you out your shoes. <laughs> that money you get you done, you knocked out your shoes. <laughs> 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 Pray for the girls who that from BBL. What happened to Virgil? He probably gonna tell. I let him go because Timo ain't selling. What happened to Virgil? He probably gonna tell. Probably gonna tell. Damn. Episode two. He probably gonna tell. Damn. What happened to Virgil? Well, he shouldn't have brought Virgil back in this. That guy's dead. But anyways, it's a song. What happened to Virgil? You know, little Dirk gonna. So people are like, yeah, he's sending shots. Here we right. go. What happened to Virgil? He probably gonna tell. I wonder if Gunna's gonna respond. To I don't him. think he's gonna. Bro. I don't know. Cause maybe what he's gonna. He's going to let all the facts come out, and then people are going to be like, oh, we were wrong, or oh, yeah, we were right. And then if they say we're right, he's probably going to go back at him. I don't know. I think he's just going to chill for a long time, let people just keep talking. That's the and best then he's, he's going to go do an interview somewhere. somewhere yeah, with that's the best thing. You Breakfast Club or some crazy shit. I don't know. Drink champs. Yeah. People are saying he dissed, like, multiple people on here. I guess we'll see, man. It's hard to read between the lines in a lot of these these things, man. I hate the non. I misdirect this and just diss him, bro. Just diss him. Yeah. Mention the name. Say, say fuck name. you, and that's it. Like, that's what I miss. I miss the directness. Not telling him Virgil, you're probably going to. Like, gonna you a snitch. Why don't you just say that? Yeah, gonna you a snitch, you a bitch. Like, some shit like that. Yeah. Or it's like direct. It's right there in front of their face. So nobody's, ah, what does he mean? Is he actually dissing him? Allegedly dissing him? I'm tired of the Jay Z made this cool, and that's the, that's one thing that I say Jay Z takes away from hip hop, is making this subliminal dissing cool. Go directly when you want to go out. You're a grown man. You know, as long as it doesn't lead to craziness and you know, violence. Right. You know, sure. Battle it out, man. Y'all, y'all on yeah, track. Slap battle a little out. bit. Yeah. So there is direct dissing now. I'm not saying no artists direct dissing. Right. I mean, right. You got people dissing ops and making fun of people that are dead directly. So I know. I'm just saying, like, these type of tracks, stop making a subliminal, you know, thing. So, uh, album sales. Album We're supposed sales. to do new music, but nothing really, I'm not seeing anything that came out. And we forgot to do the, our regular routine of doing new music, yeah. album sales. Next next episode of Billboard Hot 100, all that. So, mm -hmm. uh, album sales. Finally, uh, SZA's actually been killing it. SZA from TDE. First number nice. one record she had. First number, well, actually not a first number one album, but first number one song on Billboard Hot 100 she has right now. Uh, very, very talented. And SZA is a female artist who is an R&B, super talented. Man. Music that, I haven't listened to SOS yes, yet, but mm -hmm. her previous album is amazing. Uh, 121,000 copies sold. I don't know how much she did Doing first good. week, because uh, I think this is not the first week, because last week she was number two, now she's number one. Taylor Swift still selling. By the way, this album came out a while ago. Midnight's number two with 80,000 copies. She did 318,000. First week, yeah. That's insane numbers. That is insane Back. numbers. Number three, Metro Bruin, who Heroes and Villains. Great album, 56,000 copies. Number four, Drake and 21 Savage, Her Loss, 49,000 copies. Number five, Bad Bunny. This album's been on the charts all year of 2022, now 2023. Uh, 45,000 copies. Morgan Wallen, Dangerous Double Album. This has been on the charts. Remember how long this has been? We've been. These are albums that we literally, like, the podcast took a five-month hiatus, and it's still on here. Yeah, so. still top 10. Yeah, so that's 42,000 copies at number six. Zach Bryan, American Heartbreak, number seven with 32,000 copies. Lil Baby, It's Only Me, number eight with 30,000 copies. That's surprisingly, still, it went up. 
Is it oh, it's, this is the this is the new one, right? I think it's the newest one, yeah. It's only me. Yeah, it is the new one. Yeah, people are saying this album came and went, but I'm like, how is it how did it come and went when it's, it's selling? Well. Um that's the difference. That's how you can tell if an album came and went. If he dropped an album and it wasn't on the charts right now, or it was very, very low, that's when it came and went. Wow. Even the next one. Damn. NBA Youngboy, I Rest My Case, which is the new project, debuted at number nine, 30,000 copies. Harry Styles, number 10, Harry's House, 26,000 copies. French Montana <laughs> with DJ Drama, Coke Boy 6, Money Heist Edition, number 13, debut with 20,000. Future, I Never Liked You, number 15 with 19,000. Sizzle Control, which is her previous album I was talking about, number 19 with 18,000. Little Baby My Turn, number 20 with 17,000. Drake Certified Lover Boy, number 22 with 17,000. Juice World Goodbye Good Riddance, number 30 with 15,000. Broadway Beautiful Mind, number 34 with 15,000. Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid Mad City, number 36 with 14,000. Where's the Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and Big Steppers not on here? Damn, the other Kendrick Arms. Oh, they actually, never mind. He has all three of them on here. What's up with Eminem's album showing? That's the greatest hits curtain call, too. Second one. Oh, he's got the first and the second one on here. So number yeah. 38, 14,000 copies. And then Eminem, wow. curtain call, the old one, number 40 with 14,000 copies. Low Dirk, 7220, number 43 with 13,000 copies. Kendrick Lamar, damn, number 45 with 13,000 copies. Pac Smoke, still on number 46. Shoot for the stars, aim for the moon, 13,000 copies. J. Cole, 2014 Forest Hills Dry, which came out wow, a long time ago. Number 49 with 12,000 copies. Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers, number 50 with 12,000 copies. I mean, even Kendrick Lamar, damn. That's he's got all three of his albums on there. Besides, Jeez. no, he's got all Good Kid, Mad City. Uh, oh, besides uh, To Pimp a Butterfly. It's yeah. the only one that's not on here. That's the thing. Wow, um, that's fantastic. And Section 80, if you count that as his, like, it is his debut album, but it's not his first major album, so. Interesting numbers. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, sorry, guys, for the very short episode. Uh, not much news that we wanted to talk about. And we've yeah. been kind of recording a lot. Uh, yeah, we've been great. recording the Get Rich or Die Trying, so we apologize if it's not a super lengthy episode. We will make up for it in the next one. Um, and, yeah, that's it for the, today's episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast. Yeah. Uh, stream us everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, Deezer, Pocket Cast, all that. Um, and... Have an amazing night, day, whenever you're listening to this, and peace. Every hour, peace.